Welcome to Shape by Faith with your host, Teresa Rowe. To find out more about Shape by Faith and Teresa Rowe, please visit shapebyfaith.com or visit the YouTube channel, Facebook, or Instagram. And now, here is Teresa Rowe. Welcome to Shape by Faith. We shape our bodies and our hearts for God's purposes. My guest today is Hope G. Smith. She is an artist and an owner of Art of Hope. She resides in Wallace. Wallace, North Carolina. She received her BA in fine arts at the University of North Carolina, Greensboro. Hope's art has evolved from realistic work into what has been described as inspirational, whimsical verse acrylic paintings. They are an expression of her passion for the Lord and inspiration of the Holy Spirit. And they provide a unique way to enhance homes, churches, and places of work with the word of God. Hope says it best. She says, I give credit to God for all my artistic ability because it is something he does through me. He is the ultimate artist. I hope these pieces inspire others to elevate their thinking, which will lead to the higher life God has intended for all people. Hope not only has a gallery on Main Street in Wallace, North Carolina, but she also enjoys attending events to do live paintings. Her whimsical artwork has shipped all over the country and internationally. Welcome to Shape by Faith, Hope. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm glad to be here. (laughs) Well, and we met through a mutual friend. Um, Actually, she has purchased your artwork when she's in your area, and she's one of my Mm -hmm. um, fitness students. And so, She gave me your card and she said, you need to look her up and she would make a great guest. And I'm like, okay. And so that's exactly why we're here today. I love those divine connections. Um, Yes, that's awesome. Yeah, I I would love for our listeners to hear a little bit about your background and where you're located. I am in Wallace, North Carolina, and um I have lived here for, oh goodness, over 20 years. Um, I was raised in Moore County, which isn't far from Wallace, but, um, and went off to school and then moved here after college. I went to UNCG in Greensboro and um, met my husband here and have been married to him for almost 20 years. And um, I have two children, a 15 year old and a 17 year old. And, um, and so I, this is where I have grown my business. And in January, it will be 20 years that I've had the business as well. So, wow. Um, yeah. So it's been a, that's kind of a little bit of a back technical background, I guess. No, um, it is. And I love you. Mm-hmm. You've got a lot of twenties going on there. Yeah, exactly. I didn't think <laughs> about it until I said it, but. Well, have you always yeah, been passionate? Um, I mean, obviously you're an artist and you love painting, but have you mm-hmm. always been passionate about painting it? And when did this begin for you? Well, um, as a young child, I definitely always loved to create. And my my mother was very creative, still is. Um, and she would encourage it a lot. Um, but it wasn't until high school that I started doing it thinking, huh, I might want to do this the rest of my life. Um, and I had a great high school art program, which is, I didn't realize it at the time, but it was exceptionally great. Now that I see what high schools are doing now, I didn't realize how great mine was. Um, And I was able to take a lot of courses that helped develop my skills. And, um, and then I knew that I really wanted to get into it 
as a career. But at the time, I thought the only thing you could do as an artist is teach it. Um, and, it, you know, nobody's fault, but just the way things were then, it was just kind of like, well, only, the only thing you can do with that to make a career out of it is teach. So I, I majored in art education. And I actually, um, in college, um, developed my technical side of things like learning perspective and techniques and art um, just didn't do any of the whimsical stuff till much later. And I, I feel like there was reason behind that. I, I think that there's it's kind of the ABCs to, to reading, you know, you kind of, sometimes it's helpful to know those techniques before you get into other things. Um, but when I graduated from college, um, I then, uh, became a, um, elementary art teacher. And I did that for three years. Um, and it was fine, but yeah. <laughs> it was, it was, um, not what that wasn't your, yeah, maybe that wasn't <laughs> the exact lane, but you were taking steps right it there, obviously. Yes. Um, and, and more, one of the things was that when I started teaching it, uh, you know, it was, I was seeing 500 kids a week and I was not able to create myself. Oh. Now, mind you, art teachers are needed big yes. time and we need them. We need art in schools. So I'm not downing that whatsoever. It's just, I realized that I wasn't able to do what I was setting out to do, which is, is do a lot of creating myself. And I didn't realize it at the time that I wouldn't be able to create a lot myself. And so when I was three years into it, I remember I sat at my desk one day and I was like, what is it going to hurt to kind of just dream a little bit? And what do I really want to do? And, you know, that verse Habakkuk, write your vision, make it plain yes. and he will run with it. So I started, I just decided, you know, I'm going to think out of the box here. If, if nobody ever sees it, it's no big deal. You know, I'll just write it down and dream. And so I wrote down on a sheet of paper um, what I really would love to do, which is create myself, um, maybe do private lesson, you know, that whole thing, what I wanted, what I would be able to, what I would be able to survive on money wise. And, um, and then I wrote some verses under it, delight yourself in the Lord. He'll give you the desires of your heart. Um, you know, the, some, some key verses that I wrote on sticky notes, stuck them in my pocket. And I thought, you know, if I get discouraged, I was going to pull that out, read them, trust in the Lord with all your heart, all those verses. And, um, and within a year's time, I had art of hope, a business. And, um, obviously I had to take steps towards those goals, but it's, it really kind of blows my mind. Um, whenever, you know, we are meant to be when, when I say creative people, most of the time think I meant mean in my art creative, but yes, there too, but we're meant to be creative beings as in to make things happen. You know, God made us to envision something and then make it happen. I mean, that's, if you that's look around so you, that's how everything is created, you know, the yes. walls in your home are created that way. I mean, it's you envision it and then you make it happen. And it's no different in what you want to see in your life. Um, now you bring Jesus into it and then you can really truly do greater things like he said. And so, um, so anyway, within a year's time I had art of hope and I, I had it in the back of my home. I was 
doing custom framing, doing my own art, and I was um, doing private lessons. And then I stayed in my studio in the back of my house for four years. And then I eventually got a storefront and I've been in this storefront for almost 16 years. But um, back to when I started the business, I w- most of my art at that time, I was doing commissions of people's homes or street scenes or things of that nature. And one day um, after I had finished a, a couple commissions, um, I had paint left on my can on my um, palette and um, and I just was sitting there and I had a sticky note with a verse on it that said, show me your ways, teach me your past, guide me in your truth. You are God, my savior. And my hope is in you all the day long. And I looked at the paint on the, the um, palette and I felt like the Lord was telling me to, to use that leftover paint and create just from your heart. And I was kind of like, okay. So I just, painted I just went at it and and that was one of my first whimsical pieces were created and I put that verse in it the show me your ways yeah teach me your path that was my very first whimsical piece and I have thousands of those now I mean I I have so many pieces that I have created with verses in them and um I do a ton um I've done a ton over the years and and my art has always gone through just little different phases and different color schemes and different, you know, but it's it's whatever is God is leading me to do at the time. I've, you know, I'll sometimes you recognize things in it, sometimes you don't. Sometimes, you know, like every year I do a Christmas one. That's one of my favorite ones to do. And I just totally paint that from my heart. I find a verse that really um is speak to me of that year, that season. And, um, the one that I did this year said, um, God, let's see, what is it? God is light and in him, there is no darkness. And, you know, it's just such a, a a time in our lives where we need light and, you know, light doesn't ever have a conversation with darkness when it arrives. It's light will win. It always wins out. And so I wanted to kind of focus on that. And of course I revolved it around a Christmas scene, but um, I sell the most of those than I do any of my prints. Um, so it's, it's really kind of a cool witness tool. I feel like. Absolutely. Let's, let's take a real yeah. quick break. Okay. We'll be okay. back with more Shape by Faith. Everyone stay tuned. Welcome back to Shape by Faith. My guest today is Hope G. Smith. She's an artist and owner of Art of Hope. She resides in Wallace, North Carolina. Hope, what I really picked up on in this last segment, um, when you were talking about how you wrote down the vision that you had in your heart, and obviously God placed it there. And then within Mm -hmm. a year, um, you were doing custom framing. You were you started the art of hope in your own home. I love that be, because I can so relate to that when you write down, and that was the exact uh, verse that I had as well. When you write down a vision that you have in your heart that you really desire to do, I I believe, and with the scriptures and God, you moved in that direction, and God mm-hmm. brings that a out as you step into it. And and he did that with Shape by Faith when when it came to making DVDs and the TV show and things like that. I, mm-hmm. I, I was a teacher. I'm still a teacher 
at heart, but my desire was to do more and to reach more people other than the people right in front of me, you know, in my hometown. So I right. love that. And, and I think that's a word for everyone listening. Um, just like you were saying, Hope, write down that vision that God has given you. Pray over it. Read the word mm-hmm. and move in that direction. And it's incredible. God gives you the desires of your heart as you delight in him. So thank you for bringing mm-hmm. that up. I I, yeah, I mean, yeah. I think that was so necessary. So you were talking about, um, you know, you, you had that leftover pain and you painted a whimsical painting. Can you explain that to our listeners on, on what that looks like? Yeah. So, you know, when you think of more of, um, of a realistic painting more so you think of like street scenes or landscape or still life and things like that and and I've done all of those things and I I like that style of art but this was a little different it was it was very 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 rich in color and movement and swirls and and there were images in it you might recognize you know sometimes I add trees and um figures and and things like that but it's it's almost a dream world um of color. And I remember one time when I was painting one and I thought, I wonder why I'm adding so much color to this. And I felt like, you know, that God was showing, he said, this is how I intended it to be. The color, you know, over time, I mean, this, this might be a little out there, but it, it's just really how I feel about it. But over time, um, you know, with how our world is, things have dulled in the world because Mm -hmm. sin's in the world, because, you know, we live in a fallen world and, and over time, you know, we kind of just get used to muted and dull. And, but if you truly look at a flower and the richness of color, we, we become in all of it. And I think truly it's because that's how it was intended to be. You know, when you see a sunset so bright and vibrant and everybody kind of stops to look at it, well, that's how, God intended it. He meant for richness and color. And I feel like that's, that's a heavenly perspective of things. And that's what heaven is, is, is so rich and in color. And so when I paint them and people stop and look at them, they go, Oh, wow. You know, I love the color of this, or I love the movement in it. And I love this. And I think it's because that's what people are drawn to. Um, what was intended to be, that has kind of over time doled out a little bit. And and I do have some that are a little more muted in color, but, but I do love those ones that, especially my early ones that I just, I focus so much on making the color, color so vibrant. And um, that was just something that came out and, you know, I wasn't even, you know, sometimes when the Lord shows you things, it's, it's not necessarily through words. It's just, Mm-hmm. An expression it was an expression through art and I felt like that's kind of what he was showing me it's like I'm just I'm just drawing you into myself and how I intended it for it to be and how it will be restored you know that's so um, good that yeah when you are saying that and talking about the vibrant rich colors it, it it does remind me when I first became a Christian and I remember looking out and everything seemed so much brighter I mean, the the sky yeah. seemed brighter, like the flowers, like, right. wow, I hadn't really noticed them right. like that before. And I believe that is a glimpse of, of yeah. eternity for us. And so, you know, God has definitely gifted you with that ability. And I love that you're, you're inspired. God inspires you and you go with it. 
you're right. you put yourself within these lines. Like I have to stand here, but you know, right. you are creative and you get outside of that. Um, let's, let's talk about some of your, um, live paintings because I'm very interested in that. I've, I've seen that done only a few times, you know, right. within maybe a women's conference or, uh, a church service, something like that. Mm -hmm. So can you explain that process? Yeah. Um, so I, I guess it's, I mean, it's been a long time ago, maybe 10 or so years ago where I was asked to do one of my first ones and was a little reluctant at first, but then I thought, you know, it's, it's fine. I'll, you know, I'll try it. And the, the odd thing is, is when I got up to do it, um, it was almost like I was, because people were like, were you nervous? Did you worry about people who were behind you? And I was like, oh, I was kind of forgot y'all were there to be, <laughs> you know, I just, it was almost like if you read a book in public or something, you quit thinking about what's around you and you just are into what you're doing. That was kind of how I felt about it. I was just into what I was doing. And so it became something I was very comfortable with. And it surprised me because, you know, when I used to early years, when I would paint at home and somebody would walk in the room, I'd be like, no, uh, uh, leave, leave, you know, I'm working. And I kind of would do want to do it privately, but this didn't bother me. So I felt like, again, I felt like it was something the Lord was leading me into because many times when he wants, it might sound uncomfortable, but he equips you. If he's asking you to do something, he'll equip you to do it. You, you definitely have whatever you need to, to um, get it done. And so, and then over time, I just became more and more comfortable with it and got asked to do more and more of the whimsical paintings. And I've done a lot of them um, through the years. And it actually has turned into now I do them at weddings. Um, and I, I probably do about 12 to 14 weddings a year um, where I paint live at a wedding. And um, and sometimes I add a verse in it. Sometimes I don't. It just depends on what's going on and the feel of it. And But again, it's you know, people are like, are you nervous? And I'm like, no, the things that make me nervous are what time do I have to be there and <laughs> scheduling of it. But the actual sitting down and painting part, I actually enjoy that, you know. Um, well, what is it like to experience the Holy Spirit leading you while you're painting? Well, it's it's one of those things that's hard to put words to because it's, it's not, it's, it's a spiritual thing. It's very... Um, I, I try to turn my logical brain off because mm -hmm. my logical brain or some people call it, you know, the left side of the brain wants to tell you, you know, you know, what about this? What about this too cold in here? Or, you know, your paint's drying too fast and da, 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 da. All the technical things that are going on. I try to turn that off and then just let whatever's inside just come out and I mix and swirl and, Sometimes I add sunsets, sometimes I add people, sometimes I add, you know, just whatever. Um, now, for a wedding painting, when I'm doing that, I'm, I'm looking at what I'm painting and seeing, and I'm doing it. It's more realistic of what I'm painting, but it's still very spiritual because, you know, you're painting a scene of things that god created you know <laughs> i mean yes. it really is it's, it can be very spiritual too and it's always very um you know wedding ceremonies and and things like it's, it's a union being created it's something that god's created and and it, it can be a, a spiritual thing as well um and um and i as far as my whimsical ones 
I guess the only, I, like, for example, I had a lady who commissioned me to do one, and this wasn't a live painting in the sense in front of people, but she had told me kind of what she wanted in it. And she said, I, I'm thinking this first, but I'm not stuck on it. I'm just not sure. I could tell she was like, wanted to tell me what to do, but at the same time, without saying it, I could tell she wanted me to be the lead on it. Right. And so before I started painting, I was like, what does this lady need, Lord? Because <laughs> she seems a little wishy-washy, you know, and, and, um, and I do tons of commissions. Like people come in and tell me a verse or tell me what they want. And many times they are pretty concrete on what they want, but this one I could just tell was, you know, and so I, I said, you know, what? I'm just going to shut off what she told me and I'm just going to paint. And so I, I painted and the verse came to me. It was a Psalm 91 verse about him covering you with, with your wings. And, um, and after I was finished, I loved it. And I felt it was very inspired by the Lord, very much so. But I was nervous to send it to her because it was nothing that she asked for. <laughs> <laughs> so when I sent it to her, I said, look, I can change this if you don't like it. I said, but I just, I can't explain. It was just what the Lord led me to do. And she was like, oh, my God, it's awesome. I love it. It's perfect. It's exactly what I wanted. I was like, well, good, because <laughs> I didn't <laughs> listen to you at all, but here we go. Yeah. Well, let, let's take so, a real quick break and we'll come back to that story. Hold on. Let's take a quick break and everyone stay tuned for more Shade by Faith. Welcome back to Shape by Faith. Hope, um, I'm sitting on the edge of my seat and you were talking about the lady and the <laughs> painting and she's received it. So go ahead and tell us the rest of the story. Yes. And so it basically, you know, it was, is I was completely led by the Holy Spirit for it. And, and really it was what she needed as a parent, you know, as a, a mom of a new child and, and it was a protection thing. And um, so it's, it's sometimes you can't put words to when you have to listen to the Holy Spirit on something, but you can almost feel and tell when you're shutting off logic and shutting off, you know, and sometimes, of, of course, obviously I need to listen to people at times and what they need. Um, but there are times where it's very solid Holy Spirit led and, um, and God just works all things out for good. Sometimes I don't get everything right. And of course I have to change things or colors not right. And that's okay. And I do that too. But, um, but I like to see it as this is a ministering tool. It's scripture. Mm -hmm. It's what I think is life to, you know, our world is the only thing that really works. If you, when it comes down to it is knowing the truth versus the lie. And you can't recognize the lie unless you know the truth. And so when you have that hanging on your walls and when you, you know, are able to see it, if this is the way I contribute to the kingdom, <laughs> you know, I feel very blessed to be able to do that. And um, scripture is, is just, it's, it's life to us and we need it. And, um, and you know, it, you can't go wrong you know, with scripture. <laughs> no, no. He says, I set before you life, death, blessing and curse, choose life so that you and your children may live. It's, mm -hmm. it's a life and death decision. And, and his word comes back true. I've tested it. I've seen it, you know, 20 years into this and I just had no clue I'd be where I'm at. And he just blesses. And I mean, I, I, you've never seen the righteous forsaken nor their descendants begging for bread. We're righteous because of him. It's not our, you know, our doing, but it's, we just, he just always provides. He always makes a way. He always does what he says he's going to do. You can't go wrong with it. You're right. He is so faithful. 
as we mm-hmm. placed our our hope and our trust in him, he blesses us. That's what his word says, who place mm-hmm. their hope and trust in him and their confidence. You have a beautiful website with whimsical art and scripture themed art. Um, I could go on and on, but why don't you share with our listeners what, what you have to offer on your website? Maybe some of the paintings that you have for sale. We only have like three minutes left. I wish okay. we had an hour left, so yeah, you'll have to come yeah. back on. <laughs> yes. Well, um, website is um, hopegsmith.com, and there's an inspirational part of it. There's, um, And it's it's just prints of, you know, prints on canvas, prints on um, artist paper, and there's the smallest ones are 15 bucks. I mean, and then they go on up to hundreds of dollars, of course, right. but I try to make a, an economical side as well so that people can experience and have them um and you can order on there but also if you follow on facebook and instagram I'm, i do daily things i mean or weekly things i probably should say a couple times a week i post about how the lord led me and things it's more of a day in and day out what i'm doing as an artist um it, it's the constant you know how social media is it mm-hmm. makes you keep on <laughs> that's right and it's um you know, so that that's a way to just see where where I'm at, what I'm doing with Art of Hope, and um, um, you know, in downtown Wallace, is we have a merchant association, we're involved in that and all that going on. So, and that's under Art of Hope or Hope G Smith, and on Instagram, it's Art of Hope as well. So, yeah. what if someone wants to commission you to paint? How do they contact they you can- through your website or what? Either they can email me through my website. There's a contact page and it you it would just come directly to me. Or they can um direct message me on um Facebook, Instagram, any of that. And, and I've done it all three ways. Um some people I never even see who I do commission art for. So it's you know, it's the day of technology. So we That's can right. totally go through and I, I just send pictures and um you know, send sizes and pricing and all that as far as commissions go. Um, and then of course online, I mean, we have, we have tons and tons of art that you can just scroll through and look at and, um, and order prints of those. Um, so they make great gifts, encouragement, you know, things like that. Absolutely. What's your largest painting you've done so far? Um, well, I have done a lot of, uh, there's a lot of large, especially my live paintings. I've done really large ones. But I'd probably say my largest ones I've done, I did a baptistry one time and it was huge. <laughs> <laughs> that would I don't, be huge. Yeah, I don't do murals, uh-huh. so, so to speak, but I do, I have done on large scale because I'm not a mural artist in that, you know, somebody shows me a picture and I'd paint huge on a wall somewhere or anything. I usually try to encourage people to do it on canvas so they can always have it. Right. But, um. But I did do a baptistry one time. That was really, really big. <laughs> okay. So again, we can go to Facebook. We can go to Instagram. And your website again is? Hopegsmith.com. You have been such a delight to speak with. Well, and you. absolutely. So everyone go to her website. And I'd love to have you come back on as a guest. Yes, I would love to. I appreciate you having me on. Absolutely. Well, thank you for listening. I'm Teresa Rowe. Everyone have a blessed day. Thank you for listening to Shape by Faith with Teresa Rowe. Remember to visit shapebyfaith.com to find out more about workouts, the TV show, podcasts, blogs, Shape by Faith products, and much more.